For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tishoma. You're listening to Daybreak. Today we cover Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the Biden administration's response, and some Princeton headlines. It's Friday, February 25th. Late Wednesday night, Russia invaded Ukraine after months of buildup. Russia's mobilization spanned land, sea, and air. Reports say that more than a dozen locations have been hit by airstrikes, including the capital of Kyiv, Ukraine's largest city, Kharkiv, and the port city of Odessa. These airstrikes have cleared the way for possible land invasions as Russian troops have begun crossing the Ukrainian border from the north, south, and east. Russian forces have taken the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, located less than 100 miles outside of Kyiv and within 20 miles of Russia's deployment on the Belarus border. Around 100,000 Ukrainians have reportedly fled their homes, with many attempting to flee into neighboring countries like Poland and Romania. Along with his condemnation of the invasion, President Biden announced a new package of sanctions on the Russian economy yesterday morning. A major focus on the sanctions will be Russia's technological sector, limiting expansion in military and aerospace engineering. Other targets included members of both the Kremlin-adjacent Russian and Belarusian oligarchies. Biden also revealed new deployments of American forces, both by land and air, to NATO member countries on Russia's western border. He reiterated yesterday that these movements are defensive precautions and that the U.S. military has no intention of directly engaging with Russian troops in Ukraine at this time. As the United States moves to cut itself off from trade with Russia, Biden said he would work to minimize increases in energy prices, as oil cost estimates rose to over $105 per barrel in response to the invasion. In response to the situation in Ukraine, the undergraduate student government sent out resources for students who may be impacted. If you are in need of support, please reach out to Counseling and Psychological Services via the UHS website or by contacting 609-258-3141. On Tuesday night, the Princeton Committee on Palestine, or PCP, held a demonstration protesting a fair held inside the Center for Jewish Life that showcased opportunities for university-affiliated summer programs and internships taking place in Israel. The demonstration took place outside of the CJL during the info section. Concerns over the potential to exclude Palestinian Princeton students who might be subject to higher scrutiny in hiring processes and that, quote, the university would fund, facilitate, support programs going to historic Palestine when Palestinians can never return, were among the reasons given for the protest. Counter-demonstrators responded an hour later to the protest by gathering across from the original protest and waving Israeli flags. Three free speech facilitators and two public safety officers were present as a precaution. You can read more about the demonstration in Jasmine Dobson's article linked in the description. In sports news, former Princeton quarterback John Lovett, class of 2019, was signed by the Miami Dolphins. During his 2018-2019 season as quarterback, he led the Tigers to win the Ivy League championship with the highest scoring offense in Ivy League history. He was previously signed by the Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay Packers. You can read more about Lovett in sports writer Akshay Swani's article at dailyprincetonian.com. Midterm week starts on Monday. Good luck with your midterms. Watch out for rain until 1 p.m. when skies should clear up with a high of 50 degrees. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Izzy Jacobson, Theo Wells-Spackman, Philip Wang, and me, sound engineered by Carrie Liang, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, 
I'm Eden Tishoma. Have a lovely day.